Yes, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. I'm not gonna turn my video on, so I'm gonna. Right. I don't want to see your. Fa- I don't want to see your faces. I'm just so. gonna assume you're naked then. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm not, and I'll turn the video on to prove it. But no need. Then again, then again, I shouldn't have to prove it, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> well, you guys so all know I'm it. not wearing any pants, so. And circle gets the square. I'm wearing pieces of clothing. I'll let you guess. No underwear, but you are wearing a shirt and boxers. I'm not wearing boxers. I'm wearing a pair of shorts. I know. Two pe- two pieces of clothing. Banana hammock. There you go. Two pieces. That's not two pieces. That's two words. Unless you get enough. one of those two-piece two banana hammocks. Dude. Which, you know, if if you're big enough, you, you require it. So. Show a little cleavage in the middle there. Mine's a, mine's a, mine, I got the extra small, so. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss the, the, the Three Lions pub this year, boys. Yeah, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be anything exciting. It's just the fam coming over. I so. know. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's canceled. Pretty, you know, the, the whole big shindig is canceled, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I heard, I saw, I, I, one of my coworkers, he's got a family member that uh, created a Facebook event for a New Year's party that they were trying to throw. Yeah. And Facebook uh, deleted the event multiple times. I'm, I'm sure they did. Re- reached out to the person and said, uh, you're not supposed to be doing these kinds of things. We will, you know, we'll continue to delete this. Please stop doing it. It's like, Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, no no three lines this year, but that's okay. Next year will be a fucking rager. I I plan <laughs> it's on It's going to have to be. I plan on <laughs> going to um Sonnenberg's and buying myself oh, yeah. a porterhouse steak. Mm. And then <laughs> Sounds delicious. buying some other steak and I have my Christmas present to myself was this, which is fifteen year age single malt scotch. There you go. Fifteen year, huh? What's your uh, which one? I forgot what it is. I bought it. Oh, it was my Come Christmas on. present to myself. Come on, um, real real helpful. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. and, and then and then Ouch. I might I might do the Stone Cold Steve Austin New Year's, which is where I walk out on my back deck, pound two beers, and then just go to bed right after that. Go to bed right after that? <laughs> is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds sounds like a good plan. Sounds my, like a good day. I'm in my own apartment, so what else am I gonna do? <laughs> right. That's true. <sighs> All right, D-Row, you want to start this puppy? Yeah, let's get this shit going. I, I know we don't have a an actual outline, but it's not much to talk about with no games going on. Uh, yeah, I actually started recording about three minutes ago, so. No, I oh, damn. Oh, sick. <laughs> well, sick. first off, I want to Here say. Here we a, are. A, well, welcome to the Jack Podcast, obviously. Uh, Here we are. Your third place finisher and commissioner. Commissioner uh, Kyle here. We got co-commissioner Andrew Dyson, and we got uh, old what f- uh, fifth place, sixth place. Oh, sorry, six and seven, <laughs> six and say, seven respectively. I was going to say top half. Um, our very own Andrew DeRosa with us. First shout out 
is f- not for fantasy football, but for Danny Clifton, Danny and Hadley. Congratulations on a beautiful bouncing. I don't know. They don't bounce. I learned that quickly. Baby boy. Uh, he was born what on uh, what day was that? Boxing day. Oh, there you go. Nope. Christmas for those For those that don't know what that is, that's December 26th. Nope. Oh, I thought that was whenever Mike Tyson fought. <laughs> that's not very often, so... <laughs> not, anyway. not these days. Um, no. So congrats on that. Then the actual real congratulations this year has to go to everyone's thorn in the side, Garrett. <laughs> Oh, going off a championship from really oh, out of nowhere. Uh, I still think, I, I, from what I remember, he's fourth lowest score, uh, total score in the league. Uh, he had a rough start to the season, but turned on, much like the Seahawks, turning on at the right time. Um, only difference is the Seahawks actually have a lot of wins. <laughs> the the, the crazy part uh, of, the crazy the crazy part is with Garrett's football team is is that he got hot at the right time of the year mm-hmm. like yep most of like none of us would have pictured him to uh to do that this year and uh he just came out firing so um, I don't know if you guys have looked at Yahoo yet, but they now have your season in review rankings. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. And so let me place on Garrett's. While you're, while you're looking that up, D-Row, I want to share a, uh, a s- staggering statistic that I ran across um, yesterday, actually. Um, I ran across these, these percentages – and um, I just – it just makes – it makes Garrett's victory all that much more uh, – what's the word? Baffling? <laughs> um, so the names I'm about to list, these are the most rostered players on championship teams. Okay, so – that's best values essentially through the draft. Yes, and yeah. So teams, so teams that have won championships, um, and I'll give percentages with these players' names. The percentage of this particular player have been on those rosters. If you're following, so mm-hmm. so number one is Alvin Kamara. Twenty two percent of championship teams had him. Number two, Stefan Diggs at 21%. Number three, Josh Allen, 18%. Number four, Dalvin Cook, 17%. Travis Kelsey, number five, 17. Number six, Devontae Adams at 17. Now there's 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 decimals here, but I'm just we're just doing whole numbers for time's sake. Uh, and then there's a tie at number uh, so again, number six was Devontae Adams at 17, and then there's a tie at number seven at 16 between Calvin Ridley and David Montgomery. Last mm-hmm. I checked, last I checked, Garrett does not have a single one of these players on his team. He has David Montgomery. Does he? Yes. yes. Oh, I thought you still. I thought you still had him. No, I traded him away because he okay. started. The, he started okay. the season slow. Okay. So, all right. Well, that 
this still staggers me a little bit because David Montgomery is bottom of this list. Which is amazing. Looking again, looking at really quick to touch on David Montgomery last five weeks, so week 12 through week 16, here are the point finishes for David Montgomery, 24, 26, 24, 33, and 21. Yeah. Again, talking about uh, turning on at the right time. Um, there's always those handful of players that will definitely be a positional advantage in the draft or, uh, you know, or through the trade again, that just shows how much trading goes through the, the league too. Cause I think, I think Montgomery was, was traded twice. I believe, I think I traded him away to Jordan at some point. Cause I think I traded everybody to Jordan and then, uh, he got traded again to Garrett what i uh, from what i remember um i want to say i may have started the season with him and i may have get i may i we i may have dealt him to you at that, some that's point. possible and i think i i want to say i drafted him yeah but and those, I, that was so long ago I, i'm not 100 percent on that but you know and it's it is funny because all of those players that on that list apart from probably the Buffalo Bills players um, and Travis Kelsey. Um, I feel like a lot of those players didn't struggle, but they had a stronger first half of the season than back half. So it's, it's just, it's very interesting. You look at those players on the season, Stefan Diggs, I think finished right. Wide receiver three. Yeah. Probably behind Devontae Adams and, I think DeAndre Hopkins. Is he? Okay. I believe. And, I'm going to look that the, up right now. And the crazy – I well, and I don't know if Devontae Adams is wide receiver one, but if he is, what would be staggering about that is he missed the first, like, four – not the first – not the first, but he was out four or five games, something like that. Oh, okay. So here's, here's how it ended. And, again, this is – season ending total points so it's it's not always necessarily accurate in how much they help your team but um number one is Tyreek Hill number two is Devontae mm-hmm. Adams three okay. is Stephon Diggs four is Calvin Ridley yeah. five is DK Metcalf and yeah. is DeAndre Hopkins so it's huh. it's interesting looking at those those players Garrett had none of those receivers. He he didn't have any of those values at the receiver uh-uh. position. Um, he just had players that were able to turn on. Uh, I mean, Chicago's had had a great uh, set of matchups in the back half of the season. Um, Deshaun Watson, Houston, even though they've been losing, um, Deshaun Watson's been playing out of his mind the past. You know, the that whole back half of the season, pretty much once they got new coaching, he's been completely you know tearing it up so the mix of those two Deshaun Watson was hard to go up against any week yeah for sure uh keep going guys I'm working on some fun stuff here. no you're speaking fine. of speaking of Deshaun Watson that guy needs a new team <laughs> he's the uh, he Deshaun Watson and JJ Watt both need out of of Houston that's a that's the sad thing they have with those two pieces you'd think they could take two or three years probably to do a full rebuild around just those two players yeah you have a you have an offensive leader 
a defensive leader that are both, you know, top 10, if not top five quality at their positions, but plus leadership skills. And it's weird how, how quickly bad coaching can affect a whole franchise like that. Um, and the same thing, I mean, it's now really interesting looking at the quarterback situation that you have in multiple uh, multiple teams with Phillip Rivers already came out today, said if they lose in the playoff or to lose this coming weekend and uh, are kicked out of the playoffs, the Colts will probably not have Phillip Rivers next year. Uh, right. Sam Darnold's going to be leaving next year, um, mo- yeah. at least most likely. Um, there's no way we see Cam Newton starting anywhere. <laughs> so you have, no, a- I think, yeah, I think his, uh, I think his, I, I believe his starting days are over for sure. So it's going to be interesting. I, I heard some, you know, some fun conjecture, uh, conjecture today. Uh, you know, they're talking about Carson Wentz possibly, you know, going to Indianapolis and like, cause you have other quarterback situations that are like that, that are completely up in the air and Lord knows what's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it completely can change the landscape of a team like overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think going into the off season, um, because a lot of these quarterbacks I, uh, are not going to make the, the playoffs. So that, you know, their off season starts, you know, next Sunday night or Monday night. Right. Um, it's interesting because there's, I mean, there, there's a lot of things. Like you say, like um, Cam Newton is probably out in New England and probably won't see a starting position. Um, yeah, Sam Darnold um, will be probably on the move. Philip Rivers probably won't see him in Indy. Uh, Matt Stafford could possibly be on the move. The, um, yeah, it looks looks more likely that they're going to they're going to yeah looks more likely that they're going to move on from him than any, anything else, which yeah is and, crazy to me. But it's it's what yeah it's, it's crazy. Well, yeah, because he's been the quarterback since two thousand nine when they he's been, when they draft when they drafted him. So, he gets injured a lot, but he plays through it, and he's been great. <laughs> so, yes, and he, well, he's he's one of the he's. He's arguably one of the best. I mean, he has more game-winning drives, I think, than than anybody. He's super clutch. Um, another uh, another name, actually, in reading some articles today, another name that um, came up that could potentially be on the move next season is um, Jared Goff. Um, yeah, the- possibly Los Angeles could possibly be looking to go different direction because it looks like maybe Goff has lost some of his steam and may maybe not be their their uh quarterback of the of the, the future that maybe they were hoping um yeah I, Carson you know going to Philadelphia Carson Wentz um that's a weird situation you know Jalen Hurts has shows a lot of I mean it's only been two games but still shows some promise you know hopefully he's not a flash in the pan um not to mention look, Drew Brees in uh, yeah. New Orleans. So, I mean, there's yeah, a lot. Yep. Gross, I saw you were trying to cut in. What's going on? Yeah, I would have to say golf. Goff showed a lot of stones in the Seahawks game. The dude dislocated his thumb. Yeah, he had surgery on it later that day. it back in, in the game. Yeah. And kept playing. Like, I don't know about a lot of you, but if that would happen to me, I would have been out. So for all the crap we give Jared Goff for him to do that, that's like, 
But it also makes sense how he couldn't throw a football after that. But just to yeah. keep doing that, that's pretty impressive. So Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think – Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I think I, I think I think there could be, you know, like this last offseason, you know, we saw some names go places, you know, Cam Newton to New England, Philip Rivers to Indy. You know, we saw some we saw some interesting um, moves, and I think in in the quarterback position, I think we could see some even probably I would say even more come this off season um, because I think a lot of teams are just looking at their future and going, this is this is not our guy, and we need to uh, you know we need to look elsewhere. So. Uh, so all right, oh, and on the <laughs> oh, sorry, Dero. All right, oh, go ahead, Andrew, because I got the. I, got well, I was just, I was just going to add. Sorry, just one, one more thing. One, um, one more thing. Since we're on the um the the topic of uh, quarterbacks and them being on the move, obviously, uh, for anyone that follows football, they saw that this week the Washington football team cut <laughs> their backup quarterback. Well, sometimes their starter, sometimes their backup, depending on Alex Smith's health. Um, but cut their um, flash in the pan second year. He's second year, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Week. Second year, second year quarterback Dwayne Haskins, and um, you know, for there, there are reasons. I think there's there's reasons on the field and reasons off the field for their decision. Um, uh, but I, <laughs> I ran across something else kind of interesting. Um, there so we all know you know we all know what the uh the anybody that knows football has has heard of the madden curse okay yes. um well there's there's speculation going around that potentially there's there there could be what is called the draft curse um <laughs> because um we we've all heard the name and we love to forget him we've all heard the name Josh Rosen um, he uh, he was drafted tenth uh, overall um, in the 2018 draft, um, and he was quoted as saying, "There were nine mistakes made ahead of me. I will make sure over the next <laughs> decade or so that they will know they made a mistake." Okay, that's akin to the Hasselbeck. We're going to throw a touchdown so, quote. <laughs> yeah, so that so that's a that's a cute quote from someone that no one remembers um Dwayne Haskins who is was part of that same draft was also quote Haskins was uh drafted um five spots after Rosen at number 15 um Haskins was quoted as saying the league done messed up (laughs) both of these men have proven that they cannot hold a job at their position. Hey, Josh Rosen um, just got a job. Yeah, and how long will he be there? No one knows. So there's, May- I think Go it's, ahead. I think it's Madden 2008, which would have been the 2007 season. Mm-hmm. I remember playing, uh, like your superstar mode, where you had to do like interview questions and all this other stuff. And I remember playing it like a couple like last year, like trying to play it as a quarterback, whatever. And one of the questions was, 
in 10 years, who do you think is going to be a better quarterback? Jamarcus Russell, Brady Quinn, or yourself? Oh, my goodness. And You can answer yourself and be honest. And and – and, and be and be right. Well, no, no. Here's the stupid part: is is you do like the cocky answer, like no, like I am going to be the better player of those guys, and you get labeled like a team hazard and stuff like that, and your draft grade suffers. It's like those guys sucked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, just, yeah. It's it, yeah. It's interesting. It's it's a, it's a weird uh, it's a weird dynamic. You know, you want to. You want to state your case, but at the same time, you don't want to come across as a, you know, a, a Josh Rosen or a, a Dwayne Haskins and saying, well, all those other teams that drafted guys before me, they're stupid. I'm going to, and I'm going to prove it to them. Like, well, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can and, if, uh, you, if you back it up. I mean, DK was very much the same way when he got drafted. That's uh, true. That's he, true. He wasn't cocky about it in the same way. Uh, but he definitely made it clear that he was annoyed that he went so low and that he was ready to prove that he was worth, you know, a first overall pick, which. Yeah, that's, that's true. And I, and and I think there, and maybe, I mean, there was definitely hype around DK because he is, you know, at the time was and still, (laughs) and still, yeah. And still is such a, a freakish human being. Um, there was definitely hype around him. Um, but there was also a lot of reservation about him as well, you know? Um, And um, I think maybe that's, I think, I, and I think, and D I think DK is smart in the way he's done it. He's used, I think he used those reservations to his advantage. Whereas, you know, you have these other players, these quarterback guys like Rosen and Haskins um, who teams that drafted them. I mean, they went high for a reason, like, Mm -hmm. They had great college careers. Um, you know, they, they, they had all this um, hype surrounding them and no one thought to think like, well, wait a second time out. Like, what about like, what can't these guys do? Um, <laughs> and DK, like there was a lot of focus on like, well, you know, he's, he's potentially too big for his position. You know, he's, he had some injuries in college and you know, all this different stuff. And that dude, like, he he came out and used those reservations against everyone else. And, yeah, like, he even, you know, like, even after that Eagles game, you know, he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I proved him that they were wrong, you know, for – I'm not quoting him, but I proved him that they were wrong for passing me up. Like, and he did, and rightfully so. So – crazy already um so you guys but, you guys ready for me to do the season story stuff because i'll do it ready to go all righty so what i'm gonna do now is i am going to go through all of the teams here in the league do it so this is gonna this is gonna be this is gonna be fun so First off is obviously our league champion, Garrett, who averaged 115.20 points per per week. His draft grade was an A. His weekly performance was a B-minus. 
His projection in final standings was an A. So as a result, Garrett got an A minus for this year. Jeez. And his first three draft picks were Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, and Mike Evans. Well, the three ain't bad. Yeah. I have two of those three <laughs> now. So this is this is interesting. This is Garrett's weekly matchup grades. So you can oh. see he started out with a B, went to an Who did A he week play two. week eight? Week eight, he just absolutely fell off the table and got an F. And then week nine and ten, he kind of rose. But then there's his run that he goes on. This five-week stretch minus the week 13 D-plus grade he got. But between weeks 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16, that made his season right there. Week eight was the week he scored 68 points. My goodness. <laughs> so, Garrett, as you can see right here, he is, if this is the little, there's a line, think of it like a graph. Garrett is a baller this year. <laughs> so, he wins first place. So, Jeez. the next person who came in second place is Chris Bird with Ann Young. Chris got a draft grade of A, weekly performance B minus, projected final standings A. Season grade A minus. His draft grade, uh, his first three picks were Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, and DJ Moore. He had Derrick Henry all season. So, um, and you can see he kind of up until the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. He got he got uh, a lot of points from his quarterback. Wide receivers were helping, and then uh, running back he got a pretty good chunk of it. So, uh, his weekly performance. This is spooky for for Bird. His beginning of the season, pretty good. B plus week one, B week two, A week three, B, B, B week four and five, A plus week six and seven, tanks to a C, C plus week nine, week 10 goes to a D minus, back up to an A. So right here, this is kind of the turning point of bird season after week A because he pretty much just had to – be on cruise control and win. And if he does, if he would have won the next game, Garrett's not making the playoffs pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, he then tanks to a C week 12. Week four, 13, he bottoms out with an F performance. Shoots back up uh, week 14 with an A plus performance in the playoffs. And then down to a C in week 15 and somehow bottoms out the season with a C minus. So Bird on the graft is a baller, but yet somehow a little bit more of on the overachiever mark. Um as uh he was projected well let me scroll down here. Bird was projected to finish fourth and he actually came in second this year. So unlike Garrett who was projected to finish first and came in first. So Way to overachieve, Mr. Bird. Next story is Kyle, Mr. Banana Grabber. Mr. B. <laughs> Draft grade, B. Week of performance, B. Final standing, B. Season grade, B, which, was out, which relates to be better, Kyle. For it's exactly <laughs> what it stands for. <laughs> 
His first pick was Christian McCaffrey. Josh Jacobs was the second, and Devin Singletary. Man, Singletary was, was a bust, wasn't he? <laughs> Kyle, oh, that's what you want to see. Kyle, this is your standings. I mean, you look like a great portfolio. I mean, I you, look like the you, stock market you, last March. You had, you had, you had a, you had, well, you had a bad week six, a bad week seven, rebounded week eight, and then you just kind of stumbled along, bumbling along, because you knew you pretty much had the a playoff buy wrapped up. You didn't really have to try. You were like uh, the Colts when everyone in the AFC South was horrible. <laughs> uh, you you did just – then the playoffs came. You got a B-plus, but unfortunately that was not enough for you to win. And then you tanked week 16 and got an F rating. Yeah, Alicia and I both on that last week. Um, congratulations also to Alicia. You did not make third place, but you did make that third place game. And we both had the worst game of the year. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, your projected standings was six, and you finished third in the season. I'll, ta- I'll take it all day. So, way to, way to go, bud. It's not a championship. The, the three-peat is dead, but uh, I'm happy to be on the podium. This person had a very interesting season. <laughs> Alicia, A-plus draft grade. Weekly performance B, projection final B, B, season grade B plus. Probably, you know, not even in high school she probably was furious with the B plus. So, but her <laughs> draft grade was huge. Her first three picks were DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, and Todd Gurley. Oh, Todd! Speaking of players, we're probably not going to see again. So Ooh, yeah. Alicia's Alicia's week. I mean, looking at her standings, I mean, she looked like her team was gonna. It was. She started out with an A week one, A minus week two, B week three, C week four, A minus A plus week five, C week six, A plus week seven, B plus week eight, A week nine, C week ten. B minus week 11, A plus week 12, B week 13. I mean, literally her season up through week 13, she'd only had one. She only had like really three bad performances all year. Most of her performances were pretty good. And then playoffs, she just, part of my way goes, she shit the bed, the playoffs. Yeah. Um, she got a, her team disappeared. She got a C week 15 and then an F. Week 16. Hmm. Yeah, that week 16 game was a rough one to even watch. She was projected to finish in third and finish in fourth. So she was kind of right around where she should be. So Her team was, and and we've talked about it before through the season, with having the caliber of wide receivers she had, it with especially with – these days in the NFL, one of if one of your receivers really goes off, that can pretty much win your week. And she had about four receivers that were game-winning type players that if they went off, you know, even if they only have a 30% chance of going off, if she's got four, three or four of them on her, on her roster, that's all it takes. But if none of them happen to show up, then she had a rough week. All righty. Moving on to our fifth place finisher. It's Mr. Danny. This is this is where, just let me just put it this way, guys. 
the grades are only going to go down from here. <laughs> Danny's draft D minus for Danny, Danny draft grade D minus D for Danny weekly performance B minus projection final standing C season grade C minus Danny's top three draft picks were Michael Thomas, Chris Carson, Ugh. and Melvin Gordon. Oh, oh man. Then two, that's a rough two, two, out of, two out of the three bust. And then there's Danny's chart. It literally looks like a heart EKG. D, <laughs> week one. A, week two. B, week three. A plus, week four. F, week five. A plus, week six. A, week seven. Back down to a C, week eight. Back up to a B for week nine. Back down to a D plus for week 10. Back up to an A minus for 11, week 11. Back down to a D plus for week 12. Back up to an A plus for week 13. Back down to a C for week 14 and finish the year with a B. That shows me, though, he, he scratched, <laughs> to his credit, he scratched and clawed his way back up the standings because he was we we did tease him even with those great performances at the beginning of the season he was last oh yeah a he, couple weeks there were and there was a, remember when i did but, the projection that there was a chance that danny could have come in last if everything yeah. went his way like three or four weeks ago yeah and it's it's uh props to him for actually achieving what you did with the roster that you had you had a lot of injuries you had a lot of movement, and obviously your work paid off because you finished in the middle instead of at the bottom. <laughs> Danny was projected to come in 10th at the start of the season. Oh, wow. And he finished in 5th. I do remember looking at his team after the draft because it felt like his draft just did not go well. <laughs> um, but again, he's made so many moves and had – had a bit of luck, but also just like, like I said, he's really scratched and clawed his way. Uh, that even though fifth place doesn't seem like a lot, it's a pretty big victory coming from where he started. Yeah. So way to go, Danny, way to scratch and claw. And I mean, you, you rode the roller, you officially rode the roller coaster of emotions in fantasy. Looks like he and I are the only two players in the, in that, uh, overachievers that graph and the overachiever uh section so the next one i this is weird i actually have a better overall rating than danny does even though i came in six uh i got a b for my draft grade b for my weekly performance c for my final standings and b minus and that's mostly because my team tanked in the playoffs um my first all my first three draft picks i traded away i've never done that before in fantasy <laughs> i had dalvin cook with my number one Kenyon Drake for number two. Chris Godwin with number three. Man, Chris Godwin was a good one to trade away. Well, yeah, yeah. Godwin was pissing me off because he would play and then he would sit out for three weeks. Then he would play and sit out for three weeks. So I got rid of him. Well, and I I have him. And he has, I think on the season, he had one game where he was a top 10 wide receiver. I traded Kenyon Drake for... Uh, so Dalvin Cook was a part of the trade I originally sent to Jordan that netted me Car Clyde Edwards-Hilaire that I then traded to Bird to get Travis Kelsey so I could have the Mahomes-Kelsey stack. 
And I think I traded it for Dalvin Cook after one game. Yeah, and then I traded. Uh, it was a straight up trade between me and Ken. I traded Kenyon Drake for Austin Eckler, and I think that trade was a wash right. for both of us. So. It, yeah, I mean Eckler was great at the end of the season, but he was gone for so long. I mean, it was, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Ken didn't make the playoffs partially because Eckler was out. So my team, as you can see, there was a lot of hills and valleys. Hey, you that don't you don't have any tanks though. You no no fairly consistent. I, I got a C week one, A plus week two, A plus week three, back down to a C week four, A week five. B week B minus week six, C week seven, A week eight, A week nine, back down to a C week ten, A week eleven, C week twelve, C week thirteen, C, sorry B week fourteen, and back down to a C week fifteen because obviously so, Danny and I didn't play. That's funny. So I'm I'm seeing a pattern apart from the playoffs where you tanked. You have a bad game followed by two good games, another <laughs> bad game, a couple good games, bad game, a couple good games. Yeah. That, and that, it got you far. It got me far. And uh, <laughs> it puts me barely in the slacker category because I was projected to finish fifth and I finished at six. I mean, it, again, it was your season was very consistent. It yeah. was the playoffs that – that burned you. That's why I'm so close to the the little line there, the I guess whatever they call it, the prime meridian line of the the fifty fifty <laughs> split. Right. Um. <laughs> Andrew, are you ready for this? Yeah. Draft grade B. Weekly performance B. Projection and final standings. You got screwed because Garrett won the last week of the season. Tragic. I'm gonna be honest, Andrew. If if there's one person in this league that can morally be pissed off about how the last week of the regular season, it is you, because you should be the champion right now. But because I, uh, because I, 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 yeah, that the last week of the regular season did actually, I will admit, did upset me. Um, but what upset me even more was the playoffs because if I had been contending for um, podium spots, I would have won because my team's performance in the playoffs, I would beat anyone in the league, hands down. Well, yeah, look, I actually, <laughs> I would have, I would have crushed. Any, my team went nuts in the playoffs. You had a week. Uh, where you, yeah, scored, I, I, I you had a week where you scored two hundred two points in the play. In the this last like, this last week, my team put up two hundred and seven points. That's a season high. That might I, be. Yeah, really, I, that I, might I forgot be the congratulations. Crushed. I forgot the congratulations on that at, at, at the top. Uh, top score of the week, and not by a small margin, was Dyson. Because I think, apart from that, the, that's probably fifteen, almost twenty points more than the next highest score all year, and. That's just, amazing. It's so that's what's so infuriating about it. It's like watching my team, especially the first round, the first round of the playoffs where you know I had the I had a bye week. My team put up like a hundred and fifty some odd points. This is you know. This, oh, this kills me. This Look at that. Kills me. Look at this, Andrew. You what's that? You set the all time league record for points scored 
with 207.20 oh points. It gets better. It gets better. You also were the league highest score this average. year. Average this year. Oh my your, god. Your average oh my god. Andrew, your average score this week this year was 132 points. You out averaged Garrett by <laughs> over 15 points a game. I can't. I I I, I can't. I can't. I I I I, just, I didn't realize I, I, that. This is Those last I will weeks, I will <laughs> I will deliver I will deliver the trophy to Garrett because he's one of my very good friends. But you're not going to do it with a smile on your face. But I will do it with so much spite. It's not even funny. <laughs> anyway, oh continue on with my stats, DeRosa. Andrew, man, I, I'm sorry. I didn't. No, it's all good. Like, I, uh, you are really shedding light on how much I did get screwed at the end of this season. <laughs> Like I did, I just I didn't realize. I knew I did, but I didn't realize to the degree. <laughs> Me neither. Your first, your first three picks, like you should have, um, you should have made the play. Your first four picks are Nick Chubbs, Devontae Adams, and Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, but I only have I only still have one of those guys, so <laughs> I still kept got- Chubb. If you would have kept, kept my... if you would have kept all three of those, Andrew, you would have steamrolled. Well, that yes, that's you do have a point. However, Devonte Adams puts up like thirty some odd points week one, and then doesn't show up again until like week six. Yeah, he was by that for a while. By that point, I'm hurting. I need a running back. I deal him for a couple like tier four running backs to kind of help like stop the bleeding. Um, I then, I then deal Taylor to get shoot. I dealt him to Chris for Allen Robinson and Edwards Hilaire. I think that's a pretty, and that's a pretty good trade. I mean, but yeah. Well, and especially Jonathan Taylor, was good at the back half of the season. He had like run yes. last like four or five games, which yes. you clearly didn't need him in those games. <laughs> I no, I didn't because because I went and got Kamara from our now champion, which Garrett proved that he didn't need Kamara to win a championship. So he had David Montgomery, just, of course. Just more like frustrating. <sighs> Whatever. So week week one, Andrew got an A plus week two got an a plus week three got an a shit the bed week four got an f look at that man i took that's like committing suicide week five got a b week six got a b week seven got a c back down to a d minus week eight so he bottomed out pretty much week nine got a b week 10 back up to an a plus week 11 got a b back down to a c minus week 12 Week thirteen got a C, so those two weeks right there pretty was, much kept them uh, that out of killed the your season. Yeah, and then A plus A plus week fifteen and sixteen. Yeah, we yeah week sixteen should be an A plus <laughs> plus. So, Andrew, here you, here you are. You are a class clown. You are projected to finish ninth, but you finish in seventh. So, hey, I'll, you know what? I'll take that. I was always a class clown. That still proves to be true this day. And you know what? I beat my projections, so I'll take it. 
<laughs> okay. Even though I should, even though that trophy should have my name on it, but uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm not bitter. Uh, the next <laughs> one is C for Mr. King Dragon, because he must he must not be able to see his prey very well. So uh, he got it. <laughs> he got it. Sorry, Eric. That was a bad joke. Uh, draft grade was a C. Weekly performance was a C. Final standings projection, he got a D. Overall grade, C minus. His top three draft picks. <laughs> Saquon Barkley, Hurt, James Conner, oh, really didn't do very much. Gosh. Julio, I play a game, and then I pull a hamstring, and I'm out four weeks, Jones. Oh, oh. Man, that is a rough top three. <laughs> King oh, whoa, look at that. <laughs> King Dragon started out. King, <laughs> King Dragon didn't get above a B plus, I don't think, all year. Uh, week week one got a B. Week two, F. Week three, C. Week four, C plus. Week five, B plus. Week six, B plus. Week seven, C. Week eight, C. Week nine, D Week 10, C+, plus, back up to a B for week 11, and then week 12, B, D+, plus, week 13, F, consolation bracket, A-, minus week 15. So, yeah, so King Dragon didn't get above a B+, plus all regular season. Thank God he was not in the playoffs. <laughs> Andrew, you really would have been pissed if you would have lost to him, let's be honest. Oh, my gosh. I... Okay, so you know what's crazy about his his week sixteen, his final the final game, he got he got a B. Like his team did, he had a good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, this his team shows why I called him the Katy Perry hot and cold. I mean, mm-hmm. look, look at it. He was yeah. hot, then he was cold, then he was yep. hot, and then he was cold, then he was hot, yep. and then he was cold. I mean, there was no middle ground for him. Nope. So King Dragon. He's not going to like this next statistic I'm going to give him. King Dragon, at the start of the season, was projected to finish second. He oh. finished the season in eighth place. It's just Ooh. brutal, especially when, brutal. again, it's so funny, the difference between preseason and the importance of moving, not just paying a lot of attention to your draft, but going through the end of the playoffs, end of the year, seeing players. Julio, I mean, again, look at his top three picks. Before the season, everyone was like, dude, James Conner, he's, he's a great value. He had missed a lot of time from injuries the season before, but we all know his talent, right? He's a he's, he's a top five running back when he's when he get got you know has the opportunity, right? And then even with the Steelers doing great, he does nothing. Yeah. And man. then you have obviously Saquon, who I mean, you can't do anything about a season-ending injury, and then Julio. Again, he's he he has been the past five six years. He's been a lock as one of your top receivers. Mm-hmm. And well, it's like the twelve days of Christmas song. Eleven points from Saquon. That was eleven points all year. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so that, great rendition, by the way. This this puts King Dragon solidly in the slacker category, um, with his projected to finish second and coming in eighth. So the next 
I'm sorry. So when you start at the bottom and all we see is that red circle, that's not a good place. There, to there's start. a reason he's called. There's a reason he's t- his his team name is Mr. F. Oh, Mr. This is Jordan's team. I kind of wish you'd get on the podcast just to explain himself for this. Um, Jordan's draft grade. His highest, he peaked in the draft. Then it all went down from his tail from there. <laughs> B minus in the draft for Jordy. C plus weekly performance. Projection and final standing. F. Season grade. C minus. Uh-huh. Jordan's first three draft picks were Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Aaron Jones, and George Kittle. None of those guys finished the year on his team. And it had, had he kept all three of them, he would probably be about m- at least mid-table. Obviously, Kittle was hurt most of the season. But, again, I I had him also, and I was able to trade him for a usable asset halfway through the season around the time he was going to be coming back, um, at least originally. Um, but looking now, you know, obviously, Aaron Jones has been great. And – Edwards uh, Hilaire has been good towards the back half of the season as well. So, I mean, it's, I mean, he has, we all are very aware of the trading situation that he put himself in with over trading essentially with everybody. Um, But, and if you're not getting that value back, it's it's hard to come back from that. But look at Jordy here. Jordy started out week one and week two, a plus a plus. Then he got a D week three. Then he rebounded with an A-plus week four. Then he got a C week five. And then Jordan, I don't know how to explain it, but he his team died for two weeks uh, where he got a combined 88 points or something like that. Uh, week six and seven, FF. Week eight, rebounded to a B. Week nine, rebounded to an A. Then he fell off the wagon again. Uh C week 10, C plus week 11, back down to an F week 12, back up to an A minus week 13. Uh, he's, he, he literally went full Miami Dolphins and had his best one of his best weeks when he was already out of the playoffs. Um, hey, even, the, even the Jets can win a game yeah. in, in, the, in today's NFL. Yeah. And then uh, he, he got a C week 15 and fell all the way to an F week 16. That's also because Ken chose his roster. Yeah. Week 16. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, Jordan was projected to finish the season in seventh, and he came in 10th place. Oh, no. You got you got the wrong. No, no, no. no, no. There you go. Yeah. That was oh, wrong. No, that's it. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, no. You were right. Oh. Yeah. So. Wait. Hey. He did get, though. This is this is with the playoffs thing, because remember, Ken beat him in the consolation. So right. We're still... He did get highest score one week. Um, and that's that, that is another, uh, I'll just say as you're loading the next one, um, that is a quick note. Uh, just a hearty congratulations to the league. We had seven different players log a highest score of the, regu- uh, of the week in the regular 13-week season. Uh, we only had two players, including this next player, um, not received any payouts, and that was um, Ken Henry and Eric Beasley, who did not podium, nor did they uh, have a weekly finish, uh, top weekly finish. Uh, apart from that, everyone either 
was on the podium and or had the highest scores um, to get paid back. So pretty cool that we have uh, that many people getting a payout. It's just an awful lot of red there. Alrighty. So the last one is Mr. Ken Henry. <laughs> I, I think I know what you were trying to check. What, what, what number you were trying to check back for. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So Ken <laughs> averaged 107.51 points per season per week this week which somehow is less than Jordan, even though Jordan scored 44 points um, two weeks in but a it's row. Only, it's, it's only less than seven less than what Garrett averaged. Yeah, that's the crazy part. And Ken came in last, <laughs> oh, and Garrett my won. God. Seven-point difference. Garrett scored 100, averaged 115.20 points. Ken averaged 107.51. Ken came in last. Garrett won the league. Oh my god. My team outscores Garrett weekly by over like 15 points. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. Um so Ken got a C on his draft grade, C for weekly performance, F for final standings, which gave him a D plus overall. Uh D is for dangerously to awesome, Ken. We'll just he, go. Uh, you can definitely chalk it up um he has he had starting out he had a pretty decent team yeah um he got hit with injury bug just like everybody else so he probably got hit hardest uh between he and jordan um but he also um he's brand new to the league um so even though yes we can you can go into the league saying okay i know that this is the scoring format i know that this is how the the points work and how how the other teams operate but until you actually play week to week and see how that, that those scores actually roll, because he and he said a few weeks in, he was like, oh, well, I, I kind of de- I would have definitely drafted differently had I kind of realized, you know, how important, you know, the le- levels of importance that uh, different positions bring. Yeah. Um, so I think that the 10th place finish is not due to lack of talent. I think it's just simply due to being new to the league and one not really even having i mean he started with zeke which could have been great but we could tell by the end of the season and i know because he was on my roster uh was a massive disappointment and then eckler you know looking at his top his his top three draft picks zeke was uh, was just a disappointment there's no other way of putting it all right, uh, Austin Eckler was gone most of the season, and Allen Robinson he doesn't even have on his roster. So, so uh, Ken week one got oh. a B minus, week two got a C plus, week three got a C, week four got a C, week five got a D minus, week six got a B minus, week seven got an A minus, week eight got a C minus, week nine got an A, week ten got a D plus. Week 11 got a C. Week 12 got a C minus. Week 13 got a D. Week 15 got a C minus. Week 16 got a D plus. So way to go, Ken. You weren't. You didn't have. You weren't all bad and all good, but you were just constantly not good. How many? So, how many wins did he finish with? Three. Five. Five. Hey, that's. I mean, in NFL terms, that's not bad. So, yeah, I mean, so he, Ken was projected to come in eighth, and he finished in tenth. So, uh, I Kyle, mean, he Kyle, has you more. Gotta, you got to finish this up. I got to go to the bathroom really bad. 
<laughs> All right, have fun. Oh gosh. Uh, okay, bye. Yeah, apart from the Falcons, uh, you know, in, in real life, if Ken was an actual NFL team, he would have a better record than the Eagles, the Falcons. He would be tied with like uh, the Panthers and the Lions. Uh, so I mean, Which, I mean, if you're in the NFC, what is that? East. That's just in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, the East well, is if, that, if, if if he's. If he's got five wins and he's in the NFC East, which that's the one with Washington and um, Dallas, right? Yes, sir. He's got five wins. You still got a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, at this point, NFC East is interesting because you have Washington and Dallas, both at uh, six wins. So they're both six mm. and nine. The Giants are at five and 10, and the Eagles are at uh, four and 10. Four and, so, I mean, Eagles yeah, are out so, there, but Yeah, uh, they are, but. Anyway, I mean, looking at it, and, and we I think we talked about this two weeks ago, maybe three weeks. Um, it is amazing. I mean, he finished in 10th, but still ha- having that many wins and being in 10th place is really impressive. And as much as he did finish poorly uh, for, you know, season ender, he did have good weeks and he did have competitive weeks. So it's, mm-hmm. it's really cool that he was – even though he finished in tenth, he was able to actually be a you know it wasn't a free week uh, to play Ken every single week. Um, mm-hmm. So that's I think next year it's going to be a much different landscape, um, especially with how he decides to do keepers. Um, I, I want to take a quick yeah, look at his, his a- roster. Ken has a chance I, to have a very good season. Sorry, the microphone actually reaches to the toilet in my bathroom, just so you're aware. So, Oh, my God. That's something you don't need to tell me. And I, I hope to God it has a mute button. There's too much silence. Keep talking, Kyle. <laughs> we better talk before we hear something we don't want to hear. Exactly. Um, again, so some of the, the injuries that he... Off so you guys don't have to hear anything. <laughs> Thanks. Some of the some of the players. I mean, he had Joe Burrow at quarterback, who not not a terrible option at all. Just again, got struck by the injury bug. Well, he he started so strong. Yeah, he's having a great year. He had a great year until he died, um, basically. <laughs> so he, Joe Mixon is uh, is another one. So he had the tandem of of Bengals who were on IR. Mm-hmm. Um, Ace Edmonds was a miss. Um, he also had Zach Ertz, who completely disappointed this year. Zach Ertz, and I was upset when he got Zach Ertz because that he was someone I was mostly targeting Evan Ingram, and I'm completely willing to admit that that was a bust. Not that Evan Ingram is a bust, I did fail to realize how bad Daniel Jones is a quarterback. Um, but I was I targeted Zach Ertz in a lot of different leagues, and he just, apart from being injured, even when he came back, wasn't even a factor. So there's a few of those, and then he I know he traded for Kenyon Drake uh, from DeRosa, and that was kind of also a bust. So there was mm-hmm. a, there's a few, some of those players that the ones that didn't get injured <laughs> for the season, uh, he just had a lot of players that were really disappointing in. Uh, like I said, it's 
our, our league is too small and too competitive to really be able to come back for more than one or two injuries like that. So, um, yeah, especially with the larger benches this year, um, it just made it that much harder to go find value off of the waivers or from, you know, trades. Uh, so I do think it's going to be a much different story next year. Yeah, I hope so. It was, man, I think this was probably, this was definitely the most challenging season um, that we've had so far. Um, you know, obviously just with COVID and games being rescheduled and, you know, injuries and, um, and that sort of stuff, you know, it was definitely, it was, it was frustrating. It was frustrating for a lot of people. Um, it, um, but at the same time, I think, oh man, I, in all my years of fantasy football, I've never seen a league this competitive before. Right. Um, cer- certainly finish with standings like this. I mean, the last place yeah. guy had five, had five wins. I mean, that is, that's, that's unheard of. Um, yeah, I finished um, just looking at my other, um, I had two other Yahoo leagues. One of them, um, I finished ninth, which was ridiculous because it was one of those that at the beginning of the season, my team looked great. And then they just all were, I pretty much had all of the failures this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, I finished four and 10, but that team, that, that league, um, the highest win loss was 13 and one. Mm-hmm. And the lowest was two and 12. Um, yeah. And again, just for uh, the amount of people that again, then my I'm looking. I have a total of three Yahoo leagues. My other, so my third Yahoo league, um, I was I finished at ten and four, and the number one team, uh, the team that finished first, ha- had a win loss of eleven to three, and there was one team that was one and thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that called themselves Super Lamario and had Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that could be why. That, that was about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the fact that we were all between five and how many wins did I, I, I know I, I had the most wins in the regular season. Um, I forget how many I had, though. Let's look. Uh, I think you uh, had nine. I, yeah, no one even had 10 wins. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. That's so that's so that's so crazy. Yeah, I, I again, I've just I've never seen a league finish like this before, and it just it it that going back to what I was saying, like you know this this season has been super frustrating, but man, it's been so much fun as well because everybody has been, aside from maybe a couple people. I would say 80% of this league has been like super active and competitive, like the whole time. Like it's just been, it's been so much fun to, um, to just watch. And uh, I mean, kudos to everybody that's participated. Um, You know, if, if, if you didn't participate much this season and you want to be around next year, I'd really encourage you to really, you know, um, basically step up your game um, 
and you know look and look and see how you can get more active because the more active you are the more engaged obviously you'll be and i really think the more fun you can have um even like even in talking you know we joke and everything like that but even talking with like ken henry um you know about his season and and those sorts of things like he he said he said he he told me multiple times he's having so much fun in this league he he spent the majority of the season in the bottom half of it mm-hmm. but he told me multiple times i'm having so much fun in this league and and that's just and it's just a testament to you know the people that are in it and yep you know we we, we take it seriously but we don't take it too seriously um you know we did have a couple come to jesus moments mid-season but again i think i think a lot of that was just a lot of mostly the four of us yeah yeah it was it was most between the between the the um yeah the 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 jacks whatever i don't yeah i don't know what you want to call us yeah whatever so can't forget kyle's infamous prostitution tweet while alicia's in the middle of a meeting yeah that that also happened yeah. So, but, but it's something it's, I think it really says something when the guy that finishes last still can say like, man, I had, a, I had, a, I had fun this season. Like he even lost the Pringles cup, which by the way, Jordan, I did, I did make your trophy. Uh, it's in my car and don't eat the Pringles in it because they're attached oh, to a gosh. bunch of wood shavings and uh, some foam. Oh boy. And spray paint. Oh boy. Uh, but it's uh it's ready for you to pick up or for delivery i can't really i don't know empty pringle cans drilled into a piece of wood i don't know that it's something i want to ship but uh you're welcome to come grab it anytime derosa i don't want to ask what you're doing how much time how much time do i need need to cover here uh, about maybe four to five more minutes, and I'll be good. <laughs> wow. Oh, goodness. Goodness. So I, I will go th- uh, really quick for everyone. Uh, I will go through the actual final payouts. Uh, like I said in the group text, uh, I do want to get the payouts done by, well, I, I, by the new year, technically tomorrow's New Year's um probably this weekend into next week um and i'll let you guys know when i do start the payouts garrett starting in first place uh sixty dollars that's the first place prize uh chris bird even though he finished in second brought home the most cash which i know he gets to split with his wife so that's dope (laughs) or Uh, just give it to her entirely He finished second place, which gets you 35 bucks. Plus, he had three highest weekly scores this this uh, this season. So he had a total of $65 uh, payout. Uh, I got $25 for finishing third. Plus, I had one highest weekly score. That's a total of $35. Alicia, uh, same thing. She had three weeks. She and Bird both had three weeks of highest scores. Uh, so she got 30 bucks. So she at least got her buy-in back plus five bucks. Danny got all but five bucks of his buy-in back. He he got two high uh, weekly highest scores for twenty bucks. Uh, Derosa got ten dollars for having a weekly highest score. Dyson got twenty dollars for uh, two 
weekly highest scores. I should get another 10 for setting the record, but whatever. <laughs> I thought I thought about doing that and then I was like, well, we haven't we don't we don't have a a, a lead coffer full of money for it. <laughs> um, Eric yes. Beasley and Ken respectively get zero. Better luck next year, boys. And old John, uh, uh, Jordy Three Corn, even Jordy Three Corn, got ten dollars for the highest weekly score. So good for him. And if that that is a total of two hundred fifty. That's like five or six cans of Pringles. And if anybody in two weeks, when I'm out of post-COVID quarantine, uh, from going home, uh, would like to go to either the Northern Quest Casino or Coeur d'Alene Casino and put their money <laughs> on either black on the roulette table. Or let me, or would like to donate to my Wonder Woman fund. <laughs> I would be more than grateful. Oh man, I I've seen you. I, I, we may it's we may either double up or we may lose anything. But if we double up, it's going to be a night to remember. If we if you double up, you look like a genius. Yep. But I've seen you lose too much money on that Wonder Woman. Hey, 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 hey. I, I don't got, think I could contribute to that. You just gotta treat her nicely. She, 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 you treat her nicely, and she she rewards you. You, you don't oh treat her nicely, and she 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 turns she turns cold hearted very quickly, and oh gosh, you don't realize it sometimes fast enough. So, <laughs> well, I'm start I'm starting to uh, I'm starting to lose my battery. So, what else we got left? I I got to wrap it up here pretty quick. Cool. What one thing real quick before we start doing the picks. Um, I do want to urge everybody in the league, and I don't think it'll be a problem with this league. Just I know we're just gushing about how involved everybody is. Now is still a time to pay attention. Yes, fantasy's over. Football is not over. There's a lot that changes in the playoffs. There's a lot of player changes, roster changes, uh, team changes that affect next year a lot. And the offseason, a lot of the work, and coming off of being a two-time champion, now a third place. If you don't do that work in the off season and pay attention to what's going on, look at news, listen to, to whatever podcast you can do that, you know, put in that work. That is going to be a big difference maker once it comes to the regular season. So make sure you don't check out for the next seven months because <laughs> we need you there. Yeah. All righty. Well, boys, I think that's going to wrap up this uh, week. 16 NFL. Do you guys want to do week 17 picks or not? If, if we're keeping score, yeah. All right. Week 17 picks. <laughs> Here we're keeping score. We go. And D-Road, we have a, we have a, a tally, right? I, I know we've, we've been tallying week by week. I didn't know if we have totals. Uh, We will uh, yeah, yeah. work on it. We will work on it for <laughs> – Okay. So this, we'll get there. This is awesome. All I, I can't wait to watch NFL Sunday Ticket this weekend. So, first matchup we have the Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh wait, where I'm all out of whack here. Oh, this sorry, Buccaneers. My, my bad, my bad, my bad. Let me go to the Yahoo. Let me go to the Yahoo thing that we put the money in. So, give, I oh, okay. Give me a cool. second. Appreciate you. Yep. There's my pick em. Mm-hmm. All righty. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my yeah. bad. My apologies. All right, first matchup. We have the Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills by 50. 
Buffalo is going to a Super Bowl. <laughs> by the way, by and the way, potentially win it. Yeah. Can I just speak up for to the Bills Mafia here for a second and the city of Buffalo, New York? There's no reason why you should not let in 6,900 people into the Bills playoff game. To go with 6,700, I feel like it's the letdown of Bills Mafia. Put in another 200 people in there. Let the Bills have 6,900 people in there. It just fits with the whole Bills Mafia thing. <laughs> That's my tangent. Nice. Why not 6,969? 6, oh, oh, you're on to something That's, now, baby. That's a bad omen. That's a bad it's omen. Or something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, Baltimore at Cincinnati. I'm going with Baltimore. Yep. Yeah. The poor Bengals. Pittsburgh, who is starting uh, one of the uh, – uh, Mason Rudolph this week versus Oh, Cleveland. no. The Browns. I'm going with the Browns, too. Yeah. And for those of you wondering, there's nothing wrong with Big Ben. Just Pittsburgh locked up that division – that divisional title, obviously that playoff spot that comes along with it, so – this is why are, we don't play week 17 in this league. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. So they are resting Big Ben. So there's nothing wrong with him. Because he's about 55. And that, actually, and that could add to our quarterback story for next season is, does Big Ben keep his starting job in Pittsburgh? Or does he even stay in Pittsburgh? I don't know. Well, anyway, I got we'll the probably do a whole. I'm sure we'll do a whole episode on quarterbacks here sometime. Yeah. Minnes- I'll go Cleveland. Minnesota versus Detroit. God, Detroit without to? Stafford going with the Vikings. Same here. Yep. All righty. This one for 20 years. This was a shellacking by one of these teams. But now both teams suck. The New York one of them Jets sucks more than the other. And I'm going New with England. the New York Jets. I'm going with the Jets. Yes. You. God dang it, I should have spoke up before you guys because I'm doing the same freaking thing. <laughs> Just because I hate the Patriots. I hate Cam Newton. I love that he was benched during the game on Sunday. So bad. I love that I love that he probably will not be a starter next season. He won't be playing under Bill Belichick. I love every single <laughs> aspect of that story. I'm sorry. That's mean, but that's just how I feel. And no, the- I think the Jets are going to do well. In the battle of one of the cupcake bowls, we have Dallas at New York Jets. One of the Thanks. winner of this de- team could be NFC East champions. Dude, Andy Dalton, Dalton, man, he tore up. Who'd they play last Sunday? Philadelphia. Man, he destroyed them. Yeah, I'm going with Team but, Dalton. Yeah, I got, I got the Cowboys. Cowboys. Atlanta at Tampa Bay. I'm going with the Bucks. Yes, we all are. Did you guys see that stat that I put into the fantasy uh, footballers chat? No. Over the last four quarters played, Tom Brady has thrown yeah. 768 yards. Yeah. Not in one game, but just his last four quarters total. My goodness. Yeah. Green Bay at Chicago. Um, I don't know how much – well, this is a 125 start. So, uh, and Green Bay – I'm going with Green Bay, although I could see Chicago going with the upset here to get them in the playoffs. 
They could. Their defense is solid. Uh, just know if the Packers lose and Seahawks win, Seahawks, yeah. I think, as far as I know, clinch a bye. They could be the number two seed. That's why I'm going with Chicago. <laughs> I'm going with yeah. the Packers, but yeah, I yeah. As much as I want the Pack to lose and us to win and us lock up the number one seed, I don't think the Bears can do it. All righty. Next matchup, we have the Raiders at the Broncos. I have felt horrible picking the Raiders this year. Even if I think they're going to win, I hate picking them because most of the Broncos don't show up. I'm going with the Broncos. I got the Raiders. Raiders. Indianapolis versus Jacksonville. I'm going with Indy. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing also, much just to say back, there. Back to that. Back to that Raiders Broncos thing. Just real quick. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say John Gruden doesn't have a job next season. Ooh. Ooh. Bold prediction. That's bold. I really quick too for the Jags. James Robinson quietly this season has set a rookie record for rushing yards and production for an undrafted player. That's awesome. He's Good done great. And I he think should be, he year, should be on a better team. I think I'll, I'll, I think honestly, it's going to be a hot job. So all right. Chargers we'll chargers at Kansas city. I'm going with the chargers this time to actually beat Kansas city. No, sir. Mm. Chiefs. <laughs> no, not if the Chiefs are at home. I gotta, I gotta go with, uh, gotta go with Mahomes and his boys. Los Angeles Rams at, oh the Arizona at the Rams. I'm going Arizona. Yeah, no, Jared Goff mm. does not look very good for the Rams. Nope. Yeah, and Kyler Murray is. I mean, he'll he'll find a way. Uh, Seattle at San Francisco Hawks by fifty. Yeah, <laughs> Hawks. I'm, 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 I'm with that. It'll be a way closer game than we want, though. New Orleans at Carolina. I'm going with Carolina so the Hawks can get the first seed in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> Again, wishful, think, wishful thinking, and I totally agree with you, but I I got to go Saints. doesn't matter who's under center. They're going to destroy the Panthers. Ten, the battle of former tennis, former Houston team versus current Houston team, Tennessee versus Houston. Uh, I'm going with the Titans. Derrick Henry is going to yep. eat. Washington at Philadelphia. Alex Smith takes, um, takes Washington. I got, I got Philly. Um, Hertz has been playing out of his mind. Alex Smith, they're saying will start, but they're still not saying that like 100% confidently. So I'm, I'm going to go with Eagles. At this point, Gibson's questionable. Um, it may, I, and I may be changing my pick. If Gibson plays, I'll, I might go with Washington. If not, then I'm sticking with the Eagles. Yeah. All righty. Well, that's going to pretty much wrap everything up this week. Uh, thank you guys all for tuning in to our Week 17 podcast. Hope you guys all enjoyed the Christmas special from last week. And... <laughs> With Jordan not here, one of you guys close us. Go ahead. Who? Andrew, you got that? Oh, God. <clears throat> I guess. Hold on. I, I, I'm more of a man than Jordan, so I don't know if I can get my voice that uh, that high. <laughs> I'll try, though. <clears throat> Go Hawks! There it is.
We'll take it. This has been a Jack Podcast Studio production. Make sure to like us on Twitter, Instagram, and check out every Thursday morning for a new podcast.